Hello, my name is Emily Jansen, and this is the Leadership is Female podcast. We interview women in the sports and entertainment businesses to teach you the tips and the mindset that will get you to the top faster. Marion Wright Edelman said, you can't be what you can't see. Let's bring visibility to women who are crushing it in their roles. Join us week after week, season after season, as we reach back to extend a hand to pull you forward. We will lead you forward because leadership is female. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Leadership is Female. I'm your host, Emily Jansen, and today I want to talk about self-discipline. But before we jump in, I'm very excited because this month is our big trip, our big vacation that I feel like we've been working towards for 10 years. My husband and I are going to Italy. Oh my gosh. We're going to Rome and Florence and it's our 10 year wedding anniversary. So I really think that we've been putting in 10 years of work to get here. With the trip has come so many emotions, excitement, of course, but also a little bit of nervousness leaving behind our kids, nervousness leaving behind our work for quite some time and just being being abroad, being in Europe and and not having access to our day-to-day schedule. But it's just a reminder of this is what life's all about, getting out there and traveling if you can. Uh, if you can't right now, working towards getting to that trip, saving those pennies so that you can make the big voyage at some point in time. And I will be sure to follow up with all of you guys and let you know how wonderful the trip was. I have been shopping like crazy. I think I follow a lot of different influencers on Instagram who show me and share with me all of the best purchases on Amazon and what are the best outfits to wear in Italy. It's been a lot of fun to uh, get a new wardrobe, something for each day. I think I'll be cutting off a lot of tags. And what I've realized in this process is that, man, I wore polos and the same Banana Republic shorts or pants for years. And I need to rebuild my wardrobe. So it's been fun shopping again. So free time has been shopping online and planning this trip for Italy, uh, among all the other things we do in our busy day. But what I want to talk about today is self-discipline. Definitely have had to employ the self-discipline to turn off Instagram and get to work and stop researching Italy and stop looking up what to wear next. Um, but besides besides that, I think self-discipline is something that we're thinking about a lot or we're not thinking about enough, but it's certainly a tremendous tool to carry our work and our life forward to really accomplish everything that you want to. And I'll start I'll start with this. I think I've been thinking about this a lot more recently because as you guys know, I am no longer working for a team as my employer. I am working on my own and I'm working on contract. I am my own boss except for the clients who hire me. And I don't have really an immediate team that I'm working with day to day. It's more of people in and out of my schedule who are helping on special projects or that I am coaching within their businesses or working project to project on Zoom calls. I don't have a team that I'm meeting with regularly. I don't have 
an owner that I'm reporting to or a boss that is setting my quarterly goals. It's it's all me. And so this has taken the term of self-starter to a whole new level. And I think, you know, I've discovered some things that will apply for all of us, whether you're working on your own or you're working team side or somewhere in sports and events or for corporation self-discipline is something that you need to just build like a muscle. Um, I have also had to really work on my self-discipline lately when it comes to booking and managing speaking engagements. I've had to set my own goals. I've had to set my own rates. I have to build my own proposals. I have my own to-do list that I've got to get done. And it is, as we know, so easy for a day to pass without really chopping down the big trees, like taking down the big things and the big projects that you know you need to do. Sometimes you you don't eat the frogs first. You do the easy things on the to-do list. You respond to emails, you do whatever comes naturally and feels fun. And it's harder to get those bigger projects done. So I've really been experiencing that working on contract, doing that and speaking I will say I also had to constantly think about self-discipline when I was working team side as well. There are people and projects pulling you in a million different directions. And when you have a job, you've got a set of responsibilities you've got to get done that you are responsible for, and you can't let everyone else run your day and just be reactive. And I think really turning the dial up on self-discipline is what helps you to be able to say no and get done the things that only you can do. So in saying all of that from Italy to working on contract, to speaking, to working for somebody else, it doesn't matter. Every part of your life requires a certain kind of of self-discipline. And I've got four tips that I want to share with you today on how you can crank up the dial, lift a heavier weight of self-discipline so that you can achieve the goals that you want and get the results that you want for your life and for your business. And tip number one is finding your why. Personally, what, what drives you? Why do you do what you do? Ask yourself that question. Know your why, whether it's for yourself, your family, Uh, whether it's to not become the person from your past that you don't want to be in the future, whether it is to achieve big dreams because you want to prove the doubters wrong or prove that your supporters right, like your your parents or your grandparents or your spouse, you've got to find your why. And this is, for me, it's often a really fun thought process to think about why I do what I do. I know that I'm right. And I know that I'm on track with what my why is when I get goosebumps. Like when I feel this full body wave of, yeah, that's it. That's, that's why I'm doing it. I feel this, the passion, like run through my body, down my arms, um, sometimes wells up with tears in my eyes because I, find my why is so important and keeping that in the forefront of your mind is 
the most important thing you can do to maintain self-discipline. You have to know why you're doing what you're doing. So that is, that is tip number one. Tip number two is once you know why, once you know your why, you have to set a schedule. And for this, I really go back to the calendar. I think it's such a tool when we use it for our benefit rather than for other people's agendas, rather than for other people to put events on our calendar. When we master our schedule for your own benefit, it is the ultimate tool. You have to schedule time to achieve your goals and get the work done. So I'll take it back to when I worked team side, I had people pulling me in a million different directions. I had so many meetings on my calendar and meetings is a whole nother topic that I can discuss in, in a separate episode, but you know, making sure that those meetings are productive is, is paramount to getting your job done, but your calendar fills up with meetings. What are you doing in that white space? There is such an ease in picking up your phone for a brain break and reading the news, scrolling through Instagram, um, following a random thought train to discover some random questions that bubbled up in your head. You can waste so much time. And I found that it was very easy for me to pick up that habit of time wasting in between meetings or in between schedules unless I scheduled my time. So when a meeting was supposed to end, I would put down the next important thing that I needed to get done on my to-do list, some big project that only I could complete, and I would time block. I think we've all heard this term before. I have made a lot of mistakes in time blocking. I've time blocked four hours at a time. I think that requires a level of self-discipline that is very difficult, especially if you're going to do something like sit down and make sales calls. It's very difficult to sit in your chair for four hours and make sales calls. So make it a little easier on yourself. Do 30 minutes, do 60 minutes, do 45 minutes so that you have a 15 minute break to stand up, walk around, go outside, get water, whatever it is you need to do, but schedule your time in between those meetings so that you can get the work done. You can take this a little bit further and this took me a long time to do because it requires another level of discipline to not follow that purple squirrel to the next problem or the next urgent matter is you can designate your days, designate your days. So if Monday feels like a good sales day for you, maybe that's the day that you're doing your outbound calls. You're going to focus specifically on sponsorship sales or ticket sales or closing a deal or new outreach for new business, whatever sales might mean in your arena, make a day an outreach day. You could have further discipline of a meeting day. What if you scheduled the majority of your meetings on one or two days and then left the other days of the week free to get the rest of your work done? What if you had a content day? That's something I do now. Podcast days are on Monday and I spend my whole day working on podcasts and I try to ignore everything else. It is. If you are listening to this podcast, I know you are a busy professional. 
we can agree we are always looking for products that are convenient and make life easier. Mobot water bottles are one of these products. It's a water bottle and a foam roller in one. I use the water bottle at the gym, staying hydrated in boot camp and then flipping the bottle on its side at the end of class to quickly foam roll my legs. It helps with recovery and gets me back to work faster. Get yours at mobot.com and use the code leadershipisfemale, all one word, to get 15% off. Support Lonnie Cooper, the female founder of this product, and support yourself. This is a must-have wellness water bottle. At Leadership is Female, we are serious about supporting you in your career. That includes the tips to get you ahead inside your current organization or provide you with the next big opportunity in a new role. That's why we have partnered with Legacy Search, an executive recruiting firm specializing in mid to senior level executive searches across professional, collegiate, and minor league sports. Check out the openings listed at LegacySportsSearch.com or in our monthly Leadership is Female newsletter. Hint, if you have not signed up for the newsletter, head to leadershipisfemale.com. If you find a job listed at Legacy Sports Search that looks like it should be yours, email us at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com and we will introduce you directly to the opportunity. This is your career. Make the most of it. I don't know about you, but I love learning more about myself. If there's a quiz out there to help me better understand who I am, I'll take it. If there's a journal prompt, I'm using it. But how about a business that helps female leaders communicate effectively while inspiring confidence and trust in those you want to impact? Sign me up. Breakthrough Brands is unlocking clarity for women leading progress. They build leadership brands for women to discover what inspires them, define what drives them, and unlock how to share their brands with others. Do you want to gain clarity on your personal brand? Shoot me a note at leadershipisfemale at gmail.com or on Instagram, and we will introduce you to the women who will help you unlock your leadership brand. That's breakthroughbrands.com. And does require the discipline that we're talking about now to not be responsive to a rabbit hole of emails or other requirements or other parts of my business to just really stay focused on podcasts for one day because Emily on Tuesday is really happy that Emily on Monday got all the podcast work done because task switching is not only taxing on your brain, but it makes the tasks take even longer. And I think we all know that. So really ratcheting up that self-discipline to set a schedule and stick to your calendar. This over time will become a habit. It will become easier for you. So that's number two, set a schedule, go back to the calendar, use time blocking, use a discipline day. So many tools in there to be disciplined within the way that you're using your time that are going to help you achieve your goals. Number three, set your goals and review them and don't be afraid to get help. So if we're going to be disciplined about something, if we're going to find our why, if we are going to determine when and how we're going to spend time achieving that goal, we got to set the goal and we've got to review the goal and we've got to get help. So there is a recent example that I've got from when I ran a marathon about six months ago and I didn't do it alone. I used an app. The app took some of the lift off. I just had to do the running. The app scheduled my runs, told me how far to go, how long, at what pace. 
And I knew my why the app set the schedule and then the app was the reminder and had the goal of completing the marathon as its final, you know, date and destination inside that app tracker. And it was so helpful for me to know, okay, I run on these days. Let me open my app and see what I've got coming up this week so that I can mentally prepare. So, so, so helpful when you have that clear goal and then you have the help to get there. Another example of this in your work is if you have a a goal, let's say it's a sales goal and you've got to sell X amount in sponsorship. All right. You're not going to get there on day one. So know your timeline, find your why, why do I want to get to this goal? I want to make money for the company. I want to earn my commission so I can earn more money and ask for a raise at the end of the season, because I met my goal. So many whys within a sales goal within your job, set your schedule. When are you going to work on that? When do you make your calls? When do you do your follow-up? What is your timeline for all of the all of the things that you need to get done in order to be successful at that job? And then when are you reviewing those goals? Is it weekly? That was one of the things I did when I managed a full sponsorship team. Every Friday, kind of an annoying boss here, but really I did not see it as micromanaging at the time. We met our goals when we stayed disciplined to this activity every Friday afternoon. Everyone on the sponsorship sales team had to send me how many meetings they had set that week, how many meetings they had held that week, how many proposals they had out. And then the last piece was what was the promising uh, proposal in the pipeline? What were they excited to share? We replied all because there's definitely something to being competitive with your team and wanting to make sure that no one gets too far ahead of you, but it was due every Friday. So it was a weekly check-in. Me as their boss was helping set set their goals, helping them review their goals weekly, and everyone was holding themselves accountable to those metrics. I am not going to lie. On Friday mornings, I could hear the phone pounding in the sales room because people knew they, they owed the team an email in the afternoon reporting how many meetings they had set. And if they didn't have one on the docket, they did not want to be throwing up zeros at the end of the week. That is holding yourself accountable to the, to the team, to the goal, and reviewing it at a very diligent weekly clip. So think about that as, as your third in your self-discipline. Are you staying accountable to your goals and are you reviewing them in a, a timely manner? And the fourth piece, I think, in self-discipline, and I am clearly no expert in neuroscience, but there's so much research out there that if you are rewarding yourself when you make your goals, when you hit your goals, you will wire your brain for success. And I think that I, in over my career, have gotten a slower start in the reward process than others, or maybe you guys are all in the same boat too. But I can remember early in my career working with the Bulls, if I got a big sale, if I sold season tickets, which you know how many calls you had to make to sell four full seasons it was a lot of work that you put in and you'd get the con you'd hang up the phone, you'd fill out the paperwork 
you'd turn it in. And then it was like back on the phone, you know, you had to just get back to work. And I understand the level of drive that shows like, Hey, I'm just going to get back on the horse, back in the saddle, keep going after it. But you're tired. Like your brain experiences this sort of crescendo to the success. And then if you don't acknowledge that and you just drop back to zero, well, your body never developed that celebration, that, that go get them, that attitude of success and and remembering what it took to get there if you don't celebrate. So whether you go out with a colleague, high five your, your teammate, call your mom, grab some drinks, get a manicure. There's a billion different ways to celebrate, but you have to promise me that you'll do it because that attitude carried over into my next job. When I was working in fundraising and partnerships, we would meet a goal at a fundraising event and yeehaw, we did it literally for about three seconds. It was like the running joke that we just get back to work tomorrow, like no time to celebrate, get back to work tomorrow. And looking back, I think it's just the complete wrong mindset. You have to find a way to really let that sink in to your brain and I think we should do a little bit of of research on what that would mean for you personally. Uh, I think another tool for me, writing it down, there's some sort of connection between the pen and paper and recording what you've accomplished. Just like when you win a soccer game and the score is recorded in the, in the uh, standings for the, for the league. Or when I was in high school, if I had a big game and I scored a bunch of goals, it showed up in the newspaper and my parents would clip it out. And I would have that photo and I would reread what happened. And I would think about what happened in the game and how we won or how I scored that goal. There is something to success and recording in your memory, what it takes to get there. So you can't do all this work be so disciplined to make and achieve your goals and then not even acknowledge that you got there. So please join with me and, and break the curse that we developed maybe early in our careers, hustlers, that we were too busy reaching our goals to celebrate our goals because we know today that celebration is so important to repeating that success. So quick recap on self-discipline, top four takeaways. Number one, find your why. Personally, what drives you? Why do you do what you do? Number two, set a schedule. Go back to your calendar, schedule the time, and get the job done. Number three, set your goals and review them often, maybe even weekly. And finally, number four, reward yourself when you make it. I'm Emily Jansen. I hope that you found this episode on self-discipline full of reminders for you to achieve your biggest goals. If you found this episode helpful, please like, share, and review. Please hit the five-star button. The more people who like and share the podcast, the more listeners we will find and be able to share the good news that leadership is female. And we are here to extend a hand back lead her forward so we can all level up in our life and our careers. Thanks for joining me and I look forward to seeing you next time.
Thank you so much for spending your time with us today. Time is your most precious resource, and it means the world that you spent it with us. Please help us reach more people who need to hear these interviews by hitting the subscribe button and the five-star rating on your iPhone. Do you know someone who could benefit from this interview? Please share it. Take a screenshot and post your Instagram stories, copy the link and share on LinkedIn, or text that link to your colleague. The Leadership is Female podcast exists to showcase female leadership in sports and entertainment and give you the tips to level up. We will extend a hand back to lead you forward. Extend the same hand by sharing this with someone who needs to hear it. One last thing. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at leadership is female. Now, take this lesson and run. Let's go. Let's go.